Inside the Cave Theater presents the weekly episodic. Let's go! Scripted but unscripted Ratchet reality web series. Last night in Vegas. Stop provoking ignorance with special guests in Cave Crush interviews. It's time to go inside the cave. Three Lee Films. All right, here we go. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave podcast.com. I'm still learning how to use this site. Apparently, uh, the, the email box on inside the cave podcast.com is full, and I don't know how to check it. Uh, I gotta get training. So, if any, everybody who sent emails and stuff like that, I didn't even know that you can check it on there, but uh. Apparently it's full, so I got to figure out how to check it on InsideTheCavePodcast.com. Working on that. All right. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened to last week's episode. Not doing feedback this week, although I think I will read one uh, that was pretty interesting. But uh, we'll get to it next week. We uploaded the show late uh, this week, but it will be on regular schedule next or this Monday You as you're listening. Alright, I am CB at I'm the Real CB. I want to ask all of our listeners, new listeners, new subscribers, email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. That email is not full. Email us there. Tell us where you listening from and uh how you listen. And we'll send you a shirt. Uh there's one guy, he's getting a shirt, you know, so that's all you gotta do. Email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Send us a five star on iTunes. We'll send you a shirt. Simple. That's all we need you to do. All right. I'm CB at I'm the Real CB. Next to me today is Joe Dirt. What's good? What it, everybody? Joe, uh, fresh from the uh, class reunion. Yeah. Had plenty of stories to tell. Anything interesting happened? Oh, a lot of interesting stuff happened. Really? Okay. Yeah. People couldn't seal the deal. Couldn't seal the deal. Couldn't seal the deal. <laughs> Damn. Oh, all right. Valleyville. What's going on, people? It's your boy, St. Andrew. What's happening, y'all? The country rap tune himself, Big Dog. What's up with it, man? What's up with it, man? Hey, everybody go to cavecrushshop.com. Apparently, there's a new shirt for this guy. Uh, he is running the Chicago Marathon in October. If you want to support him, uh, buy the shirt. I think it's Run, Sly, Run. CaveCrushShop.com. Ladies, let's talk about it. Tell the truth, Sly. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sly Inside the Cave Podcast. Inside the Cave Podcast. What's going on? Let's tell the truth today. And, and the lovely, the talented, the beautiful cat good evening everybody cat i wasn't gonna do uh listeners feedback this week but i found something interesting i this from nina uh here i'll read the whole thing cat tell me what you think cb takes for granted the listeners 
why wouldn't you not answer his question about the He Too movement? And then why would Sid call him a dummy? That was rude. And more importantly, how important is Kat? She reads emails, does the news, Kat's corner, now answers Sly's segment, and has to narrate a new show, Last Night in Vegas. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, too cute. So hmm. how, how important is Kat? I wonder if that writer in her name, Tiffany. <laughs> no. That's very important. You know what, Kat? I want to tell you I love you, too. I saw your Facebook post. I was going to uh, send you a message, but I was in the middle of doing something. Oh, yeah. Kat is very important. Thanks, guys. Kat is very important. Yeah. True that. Cat is essential. Cat is very important. And so are the kittens. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize we were loading her up like that until I actually see what Well, I was waiting for you to say uh you read between the lines, CB, but I guess you weren't paying attention. I was paying attention, Drew. Thank you. All cat all uh, cat matter. All, all cat all cat lives matter. You always to the fact that I should get like three W twos from you all. Okay. So better focus on getting that one. <laughs> and they can't even give us a Groupon. <laughs> now, um, a raffle ticket or something. Lottery ticket or something. <laughs> uh, by the way, everyone, thanks for listening to Last Night in Vegas. Uh, the second installment of Last Night in Vegas will be uh, tonight. You'll hear that later on in the show. Uh, just want to clarify things. Last week was the pilot, the pilot show. And this is going to be a web series, all right? Eventually, you'll be able to binge listen to the whole show. But this was, last week was just a pilot show. And if you guys look at other pilot shows in TV, like, for instance, Family Matters, the pilot show of Family Matters, they had a different girl playing Judy Winslow. And then the next episode, they had another girl. You know, I remember the tell I got Hulu, watched the pilot episode of... Uh, uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper, the pilot episode, they were in uh, Growing Pains house and they actually had the Growing Pains family portrait above the fireplace. They didn't even take that down. I mean, like the pilot show was just to get the networks, you know, interested, which we did. And then things will start to get back to normal, you know, as the shows go along. You know what I mean? So just, just, just be patient, stick with it and, uh, you know, We'll work out the kinks like we always do. Hey, I got a quick question. Uh, oh, by the way, I need everybody to follow Last Night in Vegas on Instagram. That's Last Night, the letter in Vegas on Instagram and in, on Twitter. And like the new Facebook page that we're working on as well, Last Night in Vegas. That is the full word, in, I-N, Last Night in Vegas, all right? Big things, big things, all right? Uh, Got a quick question for y'all. Um, notice something. Somebody said this that is Beyonce music legendary. They said, Where's her purple rain like Prince? And where's her Billie Jean like Michael Jackson? And I was thinking about like to me, Beyonce is legendary. I can think of countless legendary songs. Do y'all think Beyonce has a has a Billie Jean or a uh, Purple Rain. Do you guys? I just, I just I just saw it on Instagram. I thought it was interesting. You guys think that? 
crazy in love is bananas like that's a fire song is that i know it's fire but is it a billy jean though no well, beyonce if you say beyonce and put that song on everybody will know yeah. mm. i mean as a talent and a performer yeah but as far as having that song that's just gonna stand out i don't know about that that's what I was down trying to think. Like, what is that Beyonce song that I don't know? I, I was thinking maybe "Who Runs the World," girls, maybe, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, there ain't many people that it's nowhere near MJ. Period. Yeah, including Beyonce. Yeah, like okay, Aretha Franklin. We she has uh uh. You make me feel right. It's like we know, like when you think of that legendary song, like I guess, I guess, I guess, "Crazy in Love" might be that cat. You might be right, but it ain't. It, 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 it ain't. It ain't. It ain't on the level as a superstar her caliber. Uh, that song, if that's her go-to song, that's not on the level as a. In my opinion, you know. All right. All right. Uh, like I said, no uh, listeners feedback this week. We'll get to you next week. Uh, let's get into this uh, news, rumors, and headlines. And I know you guys see what I sent, but I'm going to add two more on there. As a matter of fact, let me add them now. Uh, I'll let Kat take over. This is kind of uh, messy, but you guys know that LeBron James is in L.A., right? Yeah. He's a Laker. And there was a rumor that he slept with Beyonce that his uh, mother's ex-boyfriend started, right? I just noticed, and at first I thought, like, this bullshit. LeBron ain't fucking Beyonce. But LeBron ain't been on the On The Run tour yet. I follow him on Instagram. He ain't been to the concert. It makes me wonder, maybe it might be something there. Why you feel like he gotta go to the concert? They come see him when he playing when he playing basketball. He see Beyonce, she be sitting next to Jay. When's the last time you seen? Think about it. When's the last time you seen Jay Z and Beyonce at a LeBron James game? When they played, when they were just playing in the Golden State. Nope, weren't there. Not this year. Niggas got shit to do. People that ain't got no job got shit to do. LeBron, um, 34, 35. He said he's a family man. He ain't got time to check Jay and Beyonce. He be everywhere. Be in movie premieres. He always goes to the Jay shit. Hey, oh. man, I thought it was inside the cage, not the Chatty Patty show. Right. Man, Thank you. a long you. time ago. Uh, you, you trying to say, literally, like, Jay-Z wasn't at none of the finals games? Not this year. No, he wasn't. Shit, for what? He knew they was going to get swept. None of the, none of the playoffs. He wasn't they in say he wanted the playoffs. He didn't come to none of the, the games LeBron James was at. You'll be in LA. Had a long week. Need to get some stuff off your chest? Do it now. Let's go zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to 100, nigga. Real quick. Hey, I've been walking around the Old Brook Mall all day. And I seen like a travesty that should never happen. Make upset. What's that? I saw an Asian woman wearing yoga pants. An Asian woman? <laughs> there should be a law against that. Why you say that? Because she did the yoga pants so much of a disservice. 
You said she got. I like sagging them motherfuckers. I, I started to tell her, hey, pull your yoga pants up. Usually Asian women look good in uh No the fuck they don't. Oh. Yeah, not so tall Joe. <laughs> at all. Yeah, at all. <laughs> Usually Asian. Like the police should arrest you. Oh man, don't be so hard on the uh, Asian women. I thought they Asian women look pretty good to me. Asian women I are something. She ain't look pretty good. She shouldn't have had them damn uh yoga pants on. <laughs> Unless she was finna go work out. And even then, she looked like she need to put a belt on with her. <laughs> Damn, build on her yoga pants. Damn. Joe says she had air pockets on them joints. That's fucked up, Joe. What you got this week, Valley? Uh, well, we pretty much already talked about it, the Bill Cosby situation. Uh, the fact that out of everybody that was accused of something, I'm, I'm off top, he was the only black celebrity next to Morgan Freeman, but that didn't really stick. But he's yet the, he's the only one arrested. And the other guy's not even nowhere near court. Ain't no telling where Harvey Weinstein, he might be somewhere with Tupac. And uh, I'm pretty sure he probably won't even see a court date. Yeah. But again, the justice system wasn't made for us anyway. Not at all. Hey, I talked to my buddy Slick Rick today. He gave me, uh, dropped a lot of jewels. Uh, Yeah, dropped a lot of jewels. Shout out to Slick Rick, man. What you got this week, dog? Hey man, I'm gonna talk about people knowing they worth. Who goes to a job, CB, and think that they can tell the person that's paying them what they're gonna do and how they're gonna do it, and when they're gonna do it? <laughs> Other than me, nobody should think like that. Man, what the fuck is wrong with people, bro? I have no idea. I'm gonna just a, leave. I'm gonna just leave that there. You ain't got a specific story. I ain't, I'm just gonna leave that little bit right there. No, you can't just leave it like that. What the hell are you trying to say? <laughs> you you got to get to 100, dog. You at like 20. You ain't even at 100. I'm at about, about 20. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, CB, take your ass to work and stop trying to tell people that's, that's above you what to do. Hey, he got you to show up job. in order to get to work <laughs> to be pissed off about telling somebody who's paying him what he ain't going to do. <laughs> I see that every day too, dog. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you know what's, what's crazy? A motherfucker come complaining to me. I'm like, well, hell, quit. Shit's simple. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if, if somebody paying you to do a job and you feel like, well, I don't want to do this for that money, then don't take the fucking job. Exactly. I used to hear people do that shit in the military all the time, talking about what they ain't going to do. I'm like, stop lying. You're going to do that shit because it's your fucking job. And you know, it'd be the same motherfucker that if they go order hamburger or steak and their steak come back well done and they want that motherfucking medium rare, they act a ass. And then they say the waiter said, well, I gave you a steak, but this ain't the steak I asked for. You know what I mean? I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the union side. I'm on the people's side. Keep telling the motherfuckers what you ain't going to do. Fuck them. Whatever. You end up without a job. Yeah. They've been telling me that for the couch. Years. What you ain't going to do. They've been telling me that for 19 years. Yeah, hey, but you know hey. what? I, I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I feel dog, but I hate when other, I hate when other co like if somebody tells you something or complains to you, that's one thing. What I hate is other coworkers looking at other coworkers and like, man, how come he never come to work? Like, okay, what the fuck does that matter to you? Like, like 
it ain't it ain't your your job don't change whether this person comes to work or not or ain't taking no money out your pocket. Let the people above you worry about that. Why the fuck you worried about when somebody come to work? What they doing when they come to work? That's like somebody was missing from work the other day. They come, hey, have you heard from him? what happens? I don't give a fuck. Why do I care what? Why do I care if this person is not at work? Why hey, do dog, I, that's on the personal. Hey, you see, I gave him the alley hoop, right? Right. I just don't get it. Hey, but is it? I, I'm pretty sure it's not. But I know at my job, and y'all can say it for y'all's too, the people that complain the most usually the people that's been there for only a week or two. Right. Like at, at, at my job, it is. It's the people that just started that's trying to make demands. Like, you ain't even got a paycheck yet. How the fuck are you going to say what you're going to do or not do? And like Doc said, if you don't like it, then go fill out the application somewhere else. Motherfucker, I like somebody called them and asked them that they want a job. <laughs> what you got this week, Cat? Cat get that bonnet this week. <laughs> I'm frying chicken. I ain't want my head to smell. So Ooh. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real quick and it's kind of sad, but I'll be very quick about it. Uh my very good friend Donna Alexander, she lived in Texas. Uh she had her own business called the Anger Room. Uh she was a mother of, of middle-aged children, and she was killed a couple oh. of days ago from domestic <laughs> violence from swelling to her brain. Right. And I cannot stress how disappointing that news was and how bright of an amazing light she was. And to be snubbed by someone uh, that was a mate is even worse because she deserved nothing but good love. So I want to send my condolences to her family, her children, and also to his family and his children, because at the end of the day, everybody has lost in this situation. So shout out to them. Man, I'm so sorry to hear that, Kat. Man. The, the, sad, the worst part about it is, this is the third woman I know in 2018 who has fell, who has lost their lives due to domestic violence. And another young lady got shot in the hallway a nigga she moved to South Shore from the west side to try to get away from him and she had restraining order she did what the law said so it's those kind of me too stories which is why it exists because personally one person has lost three women to domestic violence this is not okay you know so yeah my, my condolences to all of them one day we need to do a podcast to talk about that kind of stuff because that's just something I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just remember stuff my grandfather taught me. It's just some behaviors black people don't do. Like we don't kill our woman. Like that seems so barbaric and Neanderthal and definitely not from a culture that reveres women and, and, and nursed other cultures' children. Like, I, it just don't even sound like a characteristic of us. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. I, I just remember my grandfather uh, telling me, you know, because uh, I was, you know, raised by my mom as I got older and I got bigger and stronger. He's like, look, when when you when your mom or whatever, if she got to discipline you, you better not ever fight back. Ever. And I was like 16. So you better not ever said. Because that's going to lead to when you get older and how to deal with women. So they get they get into your face. And I'm not saying that, and the cat, please don't please make it seem like I'm saying that 
that your friends or other other women might provoke a man. I'm not saying that, but I'm just talking about there. I don't know if there's any men that's talking to men or talking to boys about. I know I talk to my sons about fighting and, and they fighting each other and fighting my their sister. But I just don't know if there's any OGs or older people or men like us that talk to these boys about how to deal. And that's my issue with the Bible. You know, I try to ask Roland about this. There's, I don't know if there's anybody or any book with legitimate examples of how to deal with the opposite sex the right way. And you would think if the Bible is the basic instruction before leaving earth, the man that they talk about the whole time, you would think he will have some kind of interaction with a woman. Thou shall not steal. Why? Because Jesus didn't steal. Thou shall not curse. Why? Because Jesus didn't curse. Thou shall not use satanic arts. Why? Because Jesus didn't do that. How come there's no example with Jesus with a wife or Jesus with a girlfriend? Jesus was married to the church. That's why. And if you oh, lived the yeah, right way, was, like they were saying, then maybe all that stuff you wouldn't wouldn't even be upon you. Jesus was married to the church. Okay, how many people is married to a building nowadays? Come on, let's make it make sense. Because you talking about you're not talking about a person, man. You talk. We talking about something totally different here. Okay, all right. We talking about something totally different. Okay, that he all was right. here on a mission. No. He wasn't here for that. He was here on a mission. Okay, I, I don't want. I don't want to do it today. You're right. All right, what do we got this week, Sly? Uh, mine is going to be about the NFL. Da, 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 da. Pittsburgh Stiller, former Pittsburgh Stiller, or soon to be um, Bell, still missing $800,000 checks. Uh, also, this bullshit of tie games happening in the NFL. Another bullshit. Kill yourself and start over. It just it, it, it's fucking with me. The 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 gambling shit. The gambling part is fucking with me. Like, what do you do with a money. with a tie with a tie game? You know. Oh what yeah, fucking up the money. You know, too, you're fucking up. You fuck. They fucking up the money. This shit is. It's a reason for this shit. Again, what is that? Um, San Francisco, um, Garoppolo, out Achilles, right? Torn torn Achilles, right? Kaepernick, oh, still no job. Cap, still no job. Cap is better than more than 50% of the starting quarterbacks that's in the league, but yet San Francisco won't work out their former quarterback who took them to the Super Bowl. Okay, and my, my last thing is this bullshit-ass roughing the kicker, roughing the quarterback call, which is just definitely fucking with me because Clay Matthews, gonna fuck around and retire if they keep calling this bullshit. He gonna walk off the field and retire during the game. Fuck halftime. If they keep calling, he gonna walk off and retire. And I don't blame him because some those tackles was legitimate. You can't stop a freight train on a dime. Yeah, he, right. the, no, so that, that's my zero to a hundred. The NF, the NFL need to kill itself, reset and start over. Definitely with that rule. Well, what giving Cap another shot? Uh, Finding credible kickers to kick these fucking field goals, and and do something with and do something with Bell. Trade him, shit. Get rid of him. They trying to trade him. They, they talking about they gonna get a third round pick. They gonna trade. Who they talking about? I heard them mention uh the Patriots. Hey, that was a good one though, Slackers. If we never. 
use reset and start over in a proper terms, I think the NFL like literally really needs to reset and start over because they losing a lot of fans with a lot of this shit that's going on. It's in really hard for you to watch it, man. It's really hard for me to watch it. That's I mean, it. In the cap situation, but now the play is just like, like you said, I was watching the game with Clay Matthews. I'm looking like, damn. Basically, they want you to do them like a newborn baby and shit. They want you to pick the quarterback up and gently lay him down and right. then him right back up. You know who I blame for that shit? That? All the retired players that's crying about uh, the, the CTC stuff. The, the... Yeah. You know, so you make an argument about the game being so physical and you got head injuries, but you knew what you signed up for. Now you're saying the game is soft. Right. Hey, you, can't dog. Have it both, you can't have it both ways. Hey, but dog, how, how did they expect not to get hurt when them niggas was playing with leather helmets? Exactly. That's my point, bro. And they didn't they didn't have concussion protocols then. No, nah, but what, what I'm saying is, still, what do you think, if you're a business, what are you going to do? You're going to soften that shit up, right? But, but how how does that I hear what you're saying I'm saying you, you can't have it both ways you can't you can't come back you got ex players that you know got brain injuries and everything talking about uh, how they wasn't protected you know from themselves and then okay. now they softening the game up and people complaining about it you can't get it both ways bro yeah you know what I'm saying it's one of them deals that if you sign up for it you know what you're signing up for it's high risk it's high reward but, but part of that complaint, part of that complaint, dog, from the players years ago was that they weren't getting these guaranteed contracts. They weren't getting them the money that these players are getting now. Now these players are, are like I said, bail eight hundred over eight hundred thousand dollars a week that he's missing out on a, a week, and the, these players can afford. God forbid that something if something happens to them that yeah, they got this guaranteed making money. an argument about the players retired players needing insurance is totally different from making an argument about the game being soft. That's two different things. They should have health care. I mean, hell, Cadell and this whole family got health care, right? Correct. Okay, so yeah, I agree. The players should have that, that but that's a totally different argument. All I know is if, if Ronnie Lott was playing right now, his ass have been. Spended already three or four because <laughs> he was laying motherfuckers out. Right. Lawrence Taylor. You saw that football life the other day? No. I ain't nope. Yeah. What you got this week, cuz? Shout out to the NBA, too, by the way, man. Yo, what up, fellas? Uh, man, I got, I got two of them. One of them y'all already know. I think y'all probably talked about it earlier. But of course, he seems to make it every single week. Uh, Donald Trump again at the UN. I'm sure y'all heard about it by now. <laughs> this dumbass. <laughs> he gets in front of the whole group and he's claiming that the administration accomplished more than almost any other administration in the history of the US. And as soon as he says that shit, everybody just started dying laughing, like just rolling, just laughing at this dumbass. And then he's gonna say, well, I didn't expect that type of response. And then everybody laughs. And this shit is on every newspaper across you, the world. Cause did you see what he said about it today, though. This what? Embarrassed me. What he said? He said they weren't laughing at me; they were laughing with me. <laughs> but he wasn't laughing. 
That's gotta be the slowest motherfucker I know. edited the laughter out. If you watch it on Fox News, there was no laughter. They edited it out. Get the fuck out of here, cat. Are you serious? They edit they edited it out so you don't hear any laughter on their report. Wow. Damn. Hey, they so fucked up. Yeah, man. And then I got one more. I don't know if y'all heard about this. Uh, D probably heard about this, International D. Um, it, <laughs> this guy was in Madrid in Spain. And uh, we all been late, you know, trying to trying to get to the plane. And, you know, whether it's leaving a hotel late or you got kids with you, whatever. Well, this dude wasn't taking no for an answer. So the plane had already pulled out, you know, from the gate. This dude jumped over the barrier, knocked down the fire door, jumped off the little ramp that connects the plane to the ramp, got on the damn runway, chased the plane down, and they let his ass board. Wait, hold on. How you, you um, can't chase you can't um, chase down no plane? Man, dude chased it down. <laughs> they let him board. At the next landing, they arrested his ass. So he still ain't make it to his destination, but they did let him get on the get, get on the plane. They could. So they let him on the plane only to arrest him when they landed. Right, exactly. Man, that's some bullshit, man. <laughs> he was right. He I wouldn't even, if I was them, I wouldn't even let him on the plane, man. What the fuck? Why would you yeah, let somebody had a bomb or something in the guy? My privilege, bro. My privilege. Yep. That's fucked up, man. Right there. Send me that video. That's fucked I got up. You. We can't even catch a goddamn cab downtown and this motherfucker on the runway. <laughs> on the runway. You can't do that shit. Ain't get shot. Man, that shit was wild. It was always bringing some funny shit. <laughs> hey, for mine this week, hey, Joe, what did, uh, what did Scarface, what did Scarface tell Manny? What you mean? What did he tell him when, uh, okay, about the, about the ladies? When they First you get the money, then you get the power, then the respect. Say that again, Joe. First you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the respect. Yeah, a boy, Joe. I want to talk to all the young guys tonight, young guys. When I was growing up, and I'm sure as well as these guys too, the older men used to say shit like, don't you get no bitch no money. Don't you get no bitch no money now. Keep your own motherfucking money. Them bitches get that pussy up. You just get that pussy and keep it moving. But you get no bitch no money. I used to say stuff like pay for the pussy, pay for the pussy and stuff like that. And people thought I was joking. People thought I was, look, this is a different day and age now. You can either evolve with the times or be stuck you can be looking like a guy that's dressing in 2002. You can be that guy that's wearing throwback jerseys and Air Force Ones and, and 5XTs if you want to, all right? You could, gotta evolve, all right? Yes, this is, this is not a man's world anymore, all right? The internet has changed it. Evolve with the times. This is a woman's world, okay? Ain't no such thing as playing for free, all right? You're gonna pay one way or another. And I'm telling you, all you young guys out here, look, if you're in love, you pay for a woman with your heart. But if you're in lust, you gotta pay for that pussy, brother. You either pay up front, which would be a lot cheaper, or you can pay on the back end, which is gonna cost you a lot. A woman would do anything you want her to do, but you're gonna have to pay for it. Now it's gonna be, hey, you ain't gotta pay for that. Yes, 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 yes. They accept money. Janet Jackson is proof. All of them are the same. 
All right, you cannot just go out here taking pussy for free no more. All right, them days are long gone. If you don't believe me, look at the strip club. I'm not talking from personal experience, but I remember there used to be a time you could go get a bad bitch at the strip club for $25 to $50, what somebody might have told me. All right, now these niggas have making it rain. They're throwing $500 in singles and just getting dances or just getting Snapchat videos of pussy, okay? The times have changed. If you're gonna be out here playing around, you better have some money. I remember an old guy told me, he said, hey man, if you're gonna be out there, make sure you got a lawyer. It's the same thing. Make sure you have some insurance, all right? There's no need to be drugging women up, trying to get her drunk and all that kind of stuff. Nah, just pay for the shit up front and be done with it. That's me, that's it. I'm standing behind that, I'm standing behind. Cat, do you agree? Dog. What up? I'm waiting for you or Cat to uh, reply to that. <laughs> Smart move, Cat. <laughs> Smart move. Hey, that need to be a emo- hey, that need to be an emoji. Yep. <laughs> what, what's some what's some them gifts? That need to be a gift. <laughs> she threw the hand up. <laughs> hey, that need to be a gift, man. I swear. <laughs> she gave me a gift. You know, you know I'm right, Cat. All right, let's get into this Cat's Corner. Got a problem? Need some advice? Send your questions and problems to Cat for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. All right, so uh, it says, my husband's mom died almost four years ago, and since then, my husband has become a depressed individual. He wants to die and keeps telling our kids he is going to die. I can't be supportive of him, of him any longer, and I wish this will end. I am tired of explaining to the kids what's wrong with daddy. What would you all do in this situation? So I actually contacted uh, a psychologist friend of mine, and we had drinks, and we kind of talked about this letter. And he definitely hit me with some things I wasn't expecting. And the first thing is, even untimely, the death of a parent is inevitable. That's the circle of life. It's supposed to happen. Your parent is supposed to go before you. So for someone to have such a dramatic response to something that's completely natural, it's completely supposed to happen, made made my psychologist friend actually call bullshit. And my friend actually said, I think this person is kind of manipulating. And the person that he would recommend see a counselor is actually the wife. Because there have been four years that have lapsed where your husband has, as you say, been sick. And he's still sick. And so it makes him as a psychologist think maybe you are a little bit of an enabler. So to to recap, parents are supposed to go before us. So when our attitude is suicidal because of something that's supposed to happen naturally, even untimely, and granted, there are people who have lost parents early. And and a good friend of mine said it best. She was like, I couldn't sleep in my bed for two years after my mom died, but I still got up and did things. And so when someone is really sick or suicidal, they say things like, the world doesn't need me or the earth doesn't need me. They don't, in turn, tell their children, I'm going to die. So... He recommends that she's the one who goes see a counselor to figure out, A, 
why has this lasted so long? Why has she subjected her children to four years of a very unhealthy parent as well? Uh, and she should also try to help him by starting a little bit of a leverage in a sense. So explaining to him that, okay, you don't have to change for me. It's not about me. It's not even about you, but maybe change for the kids and maybe make a better choice for the children. And then with that, there has to be a consequence. Like if you don't seek a counselor for the kids, then I have to take the kids away. So sometimes we have to hurt people to help them in a sense. And the way he interpreted this letter, um, it's not just this individual who actually needs to seek some kind of help. Uh, I don't know. I, I wanted to crack a joke, but I can't. I, I, I got older people in my family that tell me they're about to die and they want us to be, be a certain way after they're gone. So what when you say people... That's totally different. If you're older, you think about death. You don't think about death because someone near you has died unless there is something underlying, unless there's something else going on. You know, we, we have all suffered large tragedies and losses in our lives, but we were able to press on. And so the whole thing that really stood out to me was our parents are going to go before us. Even if they live to be as old as, you know, who, the, the natural flow is that we will probably bury our parents. And so that is, a, that is a thing, while it is hard, while it is difficult, it is inevitable. So for him to have that kind of reaction to something that, again, are things that we should be able to overcome, either says, one, he's kind of using people around him and using the grief or he really is sick and he's with a sick individual who hasn't started making some choices for her children regarding his depression. Well, I can't say nothing. Y'all got anything on that? No, I ain't nothing to add to that one, bro. Sly, raise the flag. Okay. No. Yeah, I guess when she called a psychiatrist, there's really nothing we can really say. <laughs> yeah, man. That's journalism one on one right there, cat. Had a girl. Hey, I, 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 I definitely hope he get his stuff together because, uh, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with him. We don't know, but I, coming from you know being a father like all of us, it just sounds kind of selfish. But again, I don't want to say that because I don't know what he's going through. But that's what keeps me going, and I'm pretty sure most of us in here is our kids and you know our family. So. From my outlook, you know, and I'm not trying to down the brother at all. I hope he get help if that's what he need. But, you know, it kind of sound, first thing I think about is, you know, selfish outlook. Okay, let me ask you all this. And I, and some of y'all already know this about, remind me to edit, my family. All right, so, Kat, you said it. Maybe it's guilt, selfishness. He wanted to do something to himself. And, and, and uh, the, my friend made it very clear that phrases you want to look out for are phrases like, the earth doesn't need me, the world doesn't need me, my family does. These are phrases of people who are ready to exit. Phrases of people who are trying to, and again, it, the issue, as you explained, was he feels guilt for not being there for his father. 
So of course, to lash out, to explain to you all, I feel guilty, he's gonna say, I'm gonna kill myself. Because that's the only way he can express that I feel bad that I wasn't there for my dad. Like that's psychologically what he's saying. But by calling him on his BS, by you know doing that is basically what we're telling the, the writer in her. That after a while, when you are sick, be it mentally, physically, emotionally, there has to be some part of you that wants to be better that wants to get better. No one wants to, I've, I've lost a child and that grief is real life. Like that grief is, it breaks your bones. You know what I mean? So to have the ability to say, I'm going to be better is a, is a practice, is, is something you have to learn how to do. And many people don't know how, most of us do. Most of us get better. But for a lot of people, especially with guilt or anger, when a loved one is passed on, be it natural causes or not, whatever issues they have underlying in them is a them issue. It is not with the deceased. And they should seek some sort of, no, I, let, me, let me rephrase it, because black people get scared when you say counselor or, or psychiatrist. You should speak with someone that has a degree and a license and has been trained how to speak with you. But it is okay if you're, if you're, if you're mourning, it's totally okay to go talk to somebody. It's okay. And if you don't know who to talk to, start with your own doctor and tell your own physician, like, I don't feel good in my heart or in my head. It's totally okay to do that. And we have to start giving each other permission to be broken and to want to get fixed. All right, Kat, that was great. Don't forget inside the cave podcast at gmail.com or uh, inside the cave podcast.com and we'll clear out that email back shortly. All right. Night in Vegas is a weekly episodic scripted but unscripted ratchet reality web series about what's supposed to be a fun guy's trip to Vegas that goes completely off the rails when the guys make a bet on who can get some. There will be acts of violence, acts of sex. Somebody might die and then come back again like they never died last episode. Just like Vegas, anything can happen on this new series. Last Night in Vegas. Welcome back to Inside the Cave Theater and the second installment of Last Night in Vegas. On last night, on last week's pilot episode, we left with Rock, who won $50,000 on his first night in Vegas and gave the guys a chance to win $7,500. Wait a minute, Kat. I have a question. In the bio, the show it says $5,000, but in the script it says $7,500. You know what? You're right. It does say $5,000 at at first and switch to $7,500. You're right. So which one is it? $5,000 or $7,500? I don't know. There's a big difference between $5,000 and $7,500. Where's the extra $2,500 coming from? 
Hey, I'm sorry, love. If you think you, I think you have me confused with the writer of this terrible story. But I'm Thank the you. narrator, and I'm just reading this script like you. Wait, uh, on behalf of the writer, I'll take responsibility for the group. On behalf? No one answered my question yet. Which one is it? 5,000 or 7,500? Fam, you do know that this is a fictional story and you didn't really win 50,000, nor did you have to give up your earnings, right? Quit bullshitting and answer the question, goddammit. Hold up, big bro. Let me see if I can help this situation. Hey, Rock, uh, how much you was trying to give us? Well, honestly, I don't want to give you motherfuckers nothing. But since the script says 7,500, I would think I should give 7,500. Okay, thanks for clearing that up, Rock. Moving on. When we last left, Rock gave everyone their envelopes and their chance to win $7,500. Brad found out he had to sleep with a black woman and that would be the first time in 10 years. Dane is still trying to figure out how he's going to have to have a threesome without paying for it. Oh wait, Kat, I forgot to tell you that my name isn't Dame anymore, it's Black. Wait, excuse me, what? Why would you wait until now while we recording this to tell me? Yeah, my bad, Dame actually been dead and shouldn't have been using this shit in the first place. <sighs> okay, moving forward, Dame is now Black. Kirk is off to the races to find his fat girl to smash. See what I just did there? Kirk is off to the races. Sly is playing Kirk and Kirk is and Sly is running races. You get it? Um, okay. I guess now will be a great time to tell you all that Sly is running in the Chicago Marathon in October. And if you want to support Sly, buy his new shirt on cavecrush.com. But hurry, the shirts are running off the shelves fast. Guys, you get it? You see what I just did there? I made a joke about Sly being in Thank you, Kat, I guess. Okay, okay, back to the story. Capo is still trying to figure out which type of chick he's going to smash since he doesn't really have a type. Should I smash a midget? Or should I live on the wild side and fuck the shit out of somebody's grandma? Given the fact that grandmas are like 45 years old now. Wait, I know. Maybe I'll smash a Canadian. None of the guys smashed a Canadian before. Brother Cecil's envelope gave him the task of sleeping with a white woman. Look, guys, I've been contemplating this whole sleeping with a white woman for 7,500 days. And the more I think about it, I don't know if I can go through with it. My role in life is to uplift our people. How can I, a black man with dignity and respect, come out to Vegas and participate in this foolishness just for a cash prize? One thing I know for sure, two things I know for certain is... Shut the fuck up, Cecil. Okay. V-Dot is thinking about the perfect long hair, thick red bone to smash. Uh, hold on, hold on. Yo, I don't know why the writer didn't put this in the damn script, but my name is Sean now. What do you mean your name is Sean now? Look, I talked to my agent and most importantly, my parole officer. And uh, only way I can play this character, which, by the way, is no reflection of my real self at all, is if I change my name to Sean. 
Okay, all right. Well, I know one thing. If there is one more interruption, the writer is going to be changing the name of this narrator because I am going to quit. Wait a minute. So Dane gets to change his name to Black. V-Dot gets to change his name to Sean, but I'm still Cecil? Man, this is some bullshit. If anything, my name should be Black. And- Shut the fuck up, Cecil. You know what? I'm gone. I got 10,000 plus followers and I don't need this shit. I agree, Cecil, please shut the fuck up. Moving on, finally, Bubsy has his eyes on a short, thick, dark-skinned girl. And it just so happens to be a girl he went to high school with that he never dated. I don't know how this story gonna end, but I can guarantee you if I get a chance to get some, I'm stealing the deal. <laughs> Yo, Bubsy, what you trying to say? I'm saying I have had a girlfriend before. I know when the bitch trying to give me some play. I ain't gonna fuck it up. But what if she married? And on the phone with her husband trying to get things straight before y'all leave when together. I tell you what I won't be doing. Ain't gonna be in the background of some clown ass shit talk about. I gotta, I gotta. So Bugsy, where you gonna take her if she give you a chance? Well, I tell you what I ain't gonna take her. I ain't taking her to no hotel room full of niggas when I got my own. Shit, I ain't trying to impress no other niggas. I'm out to fucking get mine. <laughs> hey man, hey man, I know y'all not doing this on here, man. Chill that shit out, man. But just again, for clarification, if you do get the chance, though, hey, give us a call. Hell no. Look, unlike some other people, I don't need no audience to me in the fuck. Okay, okay, enough of this. This has been going on for almost 15 minutes. See what I did there? Get it? 15. Uh, noticeably missing is cousin Leroy, who is at his hotel room off the strip getting ready to meet his Vegas connect that is supposed to help him with his elaborate plan. Cousin Leroy told his Vegas Connect that he would need a ninja and an extreme terrorist to make a bomb. Let's look in on Cousin Leroy talking to his Connect Ray, who has just found the perfect ninja for Leroy, a Chinese man named Jackie Hu, and an extreme terrorist named Yasir Muhammad. The voice of Ray was by Sly. Now in a cheap hotel room off the Vegas Strip, Ray walks in into the room and closes the door. Hey boss, I found this Ninja Extreme Terrace you were looking for. Okay, good. That's what I need to hear. Who is going to be your ninja? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm asking you. Who is the ninja? Yes. I mean the ninja's name. Who? The ninja. Who? The ninja I asked for. Who? God damn it, the Chinese guy I asked for. Who is the Chinese guy you asked for? Why are you asking me? I'm telling you who is the ninja. God damn, I'm asking you who is the ninja? That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. What the fuck? Will you or will you not tell me the ninja's name? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Muhammad is the ninja? I thought he would be the terrorist. That's correct. Okay, well, then who is the ninja? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, is the ninja? No, sir. Oh, my God. Then who is? Yes, sir. Yes, sir? No, sir. <laughs> Look, mother, you stupid piece of goose shit. I'm going to ask you this one more time, and you better be straight with me and stop fucking around. Who is the ninja? Yes. Damn. 
Now, who do I know that can help me dump a body? Oh, shit, that's right. Let me call Rock. Oh, shit, cuz. Where you been at? I'll explain later, man. I need you to help me dump a body. Meet me off the strip at this hotel. No, I'm like, I would tell you I ain't fucking with that. But all right, I got you, cuz. Rock meets Leroy, and they both go dig a hole in the desert and dump the body. Hey, I just want to tell you that I really appreciate you doing this for me, Rock. Dang, I mean, Black always said we could call you, call you for help. I don't even want to know what this is all about. So I'm going back to the hotel. I'm trying to double this 50000 I won the first night. Hold up. You won 50000 Yeah, man. You've been gone so long. You don't even want to, you don't even know what's going on. I got the rest of the guys in the competition for 7500 of my earners. Well, hold up. You saying you have $50,000 cash on you right now? Yeah, nigga. This is the third time you done asked me that. I said I won 50000 my first night in Vegas. Oh, wow. Tune in next week to hear another episode of The Last Night in Vegas. I tell you, this, this is like Emmy Award winning stuff. You guys, I mean, for people Man, sh- be amateur. Man, you got shut it. up. You man, got shut it, up. Shut up, man. No, seriously. Shut you do up. such a great job. No, I'm serious. This stuff is just, I, I just wouldn't expect that. Oh, man, you guys do a great job. I just got to tell you that. Oh, Lily, what you think? I think uh, Cousin Lamar, Big Dogs, uh, Sly, oh, you guys did a great job. I think it was great. I mean, it, it, you know, we didn't study. We didn't meet up. You know, it's like just straight raw, just I like just, like man. Second City. I mean, I'm telling you, and, and y'all can't take a vacation together. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> who? Wow. See, see hey, Slap. Who? See, see, be sitting butt ass naked in a closet right now with a pen in his, in between his teeth and shit, like the mad director. <laughs> hey, Slap. Who? <laughs> All right, Sly, ladies, let's talk about it. <laughs> Hey, ladies, it's time for To Tell the Truth. Ladies, let's talk about it with Sly on Inside the Cave. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I got a question. So, so, so um, the situation is um, dating with social standards. Um, do you have so, certain social standards when dating? Um, such as, do, do college graduates date nine college graduates? Or... Um, do, does um, does this apply for frats and sororities? So, the, so the question is: Is there a certain social standard you are trying to stay in when when you're dating? I.e., you're a college graduate. You oh yeah, graduate college graduates. Or I heard you, you're, a woman. You're in a fraternity. You only date women that are in sororities and, and such as. Or is there or or are you? Uh, non-biased. Cat, I heard about a woman that said that she only she would because she's a college-educated woman. She would never date a blue-colored man, a black woman at that. I mean, I don't know. I can't uh, agree with that. I'll say that there have been, you know, white-collar scholars I've taken places, and they were so ratchet. And there were, you know, blue-collar guys I've taken places, and they were a delight to be around and, and to be around my friends. So. I, I feel sad that people are doing that. Like you should really pick somebody who 
gets your spirit up. You definitely shouldn't be out here like, well, no, you have to have a particular criteria, you know? I agree. Hey, Sly, ask this question too on social media and make a meme for it. I want to know, ladies, do you ever taste yourself? Yeah, man, you can find a sexy picture. I yeah, that's that's the that's the, yeah. I know the answer to that shit, but I right, yeah, okay. All right. Real? Yeah, okay, can't answer that since you're shaking your head. No, yeah, okay. Why wouldn't I? I'm the best yeah, okay. thing around okay. here. I think I'm the okay, bomb. Boss. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Wait a minute. So you tell? Okay. All right. No. I, all right. Okay. Why? I don't. I don't understand that question. In more ways than one, they do, CB. Well, I ain't talking about after I go in it and I put it in your mouth. I'm talking about do you just have every now and then just just taste yourself? That's so private. Like whatever people do, that's erotic. They should just do it. Like that's is it is it is it erotic if you just want to know what you taste like? No, that's curiosity, and I think is if because it's your body. If you don't trust yourself to taste you, then you definitely shouldn't be asking other people to do it. What you dirty taste little, like, little dirty little boy? What you taste like, cat? I'm asking for a friend. What's what's saying that little I'm dirty asking, little boy? I'm asking for a light skin friend. Little ass boy. I'm asking for a light skin friend. Over. <laughs> <laughs> little, little Bill Cosby, little boy. Hey, hey, right, no Bill right, right, right now it might taste like fried chicken and a bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like fried chicken and uh and mild one hundreds and a hell bonnet. Cool one hundreds. Probably. Nah, my shit, my shit tastes like dreams and goals. God damn it! It tastes like what? Dreams and goals and magic. <laughs> dreams, dreams and goals. <laughs> damn. Hey, cat a damn fool. She is. She funny as hell. Best thing we, one of the best hires I made on this show. All right, that was. <laughs> yeah, gotta pay somebody to hire me. I'm taking to the goddamn volunteer in this bitch, just like the Salvation <laughs> Army damn near. We're going on, we going on volunteer strike in this bitch. Hey, what you Real saying? This is soup. This is soup. Cat. We're going on volunteer strike. Yeah, he got us in here giving us extra jobs. Like we came to pass uh, out soup. This thing, like, well, help him get dressed. Nah, help him carry the clothes. <laughs> Next next win next Wednesday for me is like the the last Wednesday before the marathon. So I tell you now, nah, I probably may not jump on this one for you. You gonna be meditating? You gonna be getting into your cheek? Well, man, I, my, I got my foot in a, in a in a bucket of ice right now. What's well, like? My friend right? told me when she did the marathon, both her pinky toenails fell off afterwards. Damn, that was her first one. That was her first one. Yes. Yeah, my first yeah, gang green. Toenail, my toenail came off. My big toenail. Do, do you have to wear nipple guards? Do your nipples bleed while you run it? No, story? not not mine. Hey, hey y'all I, talk I, after I've the show. I've heard that story before. You hey, know, dog, you, you over there like no, Kevin Hart no, over there in the ice bucket. You ain't never seen that's, like me running. You need to listen since I mean, you're talking about running. You need to pay attention. Oh, fake ass friend. Who to my village? Oh, fell weather ass friend. I'm working three to three, three to three, three to three. Then all of a sudden, this motherfucker done three to three, this ass on a cruise somewhere. Ain't this some bitch shit? Hey, nigga, you better go worry about getting you a toenail implant. <laughs> keep, keep it up. We're going to get you a hairline implant. <laughs> yeah, you can black out that shit all you want. I know. Cat, 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 said, cat said, your nipples over there bleed. You better run in a sports bro, nigga. You know, headline need a 20-year reunion. For real. Stop 
nigga, that nigga, that nigga slide get through running feet looking like Jim Brown, and I'm gonna get you sucker. <laughs> you need to, you need to <laughs> re- <laughs> re- <laughs> reunite your headline with 1998. Hey, hey I'm ball What are you talking about? Hey, that nigga feet gonna look like uh from, from Glory, Denzel Washington. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, CB, I got you. Hey, Slag gonna be looking like Mark when he had on them air bobos. That nigga had on them air wax and that nigga couldn't even go hoop. Valley 6'2 and wear size seven and a half. Yo, hey. <laughs> okay, Mel, wrap the show up, man. Let's get out of here. Wrap the show up. Uh, I thought somebody was saying something for uh, Slag went on the roast fest. Nah, we just asking Cat what, what she tastes like. Other than oh, that, wrap the show up. Goddamn. <laughs> hey, you ain't even give me a, a goddamn it. Yo, wait, what is your headline this week? Woo, wait, what? Oh, shit, nigga. Yeah. Hey. What says say nigga you win that marathon? He won by a lip hey, face ass. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Thea, Thea lost that round. That's why his ass ain't on here tonight. Thea lost that round. Hey, exactly. <laughs> he tried he tried to get his members only jacket reinstated. Hey, what you doing by lip face? It's a photo I, finish I, face, I, says. I, you I, better I, put I, the chapstick I, on, nigga. I, I, Hey, I, ain't, I never talk about nobody wife. I said they married, but his girl ain't complaining. I'll tell him that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, Sly, I'm working 25 days straight, man. Hey, you know, hey. I still support you from a distance. You still my bro. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to send the link so y'all can download the app. and. and, and well, you running, though, for real, for real. Let the people the, know, though. The marathon, Chicago Marathon, the 26 mile through the, through the neighborhoods. What's the uh, date? Um, October the 7th. Sunday, October the seventh. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, hey, I'll be up there. Slag on jumping the motherfucking cab. Nah, but but this, 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 this <laughs> like Jeffrey, on Fresh Prince. <laughs> Jeffrey on Fresh Prince, CB. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna send y'all the link. I'm gonna send y'all the link, and then it's a. We app. should at least, y'all. We should at least get a table toward the middle so we can cheer him on. We can uh, have liquor. We not in a marathon, so no, we yeah. should get cooler. We'll, we'll have like a champagne for you or something when you run back if you want one. Oh yeah, they, they always hand out a lot of stuff. Like they, a lot of the route goes past Malcolm X um, on the west side, Malcolm X. PB, uh, inside the cave should have a table with our with our, with our our uh, tablecloth on it and we should be out there, you know, supporting Sly. Yeah, I yeah. Think we should do, do that, Kat. Yeah, give, yeah. give it. Yeah, just whatever. Just get cases of water or something and just give them out. Yeah, hey, I'll bring a bitch stripper and she can shake her titties in your face. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You can interview people as they run back. That's going to make Sly run faster. I can't spend all the time with a joke. Won't you? <laughs> you like printing stuff out. Won't you print out like 100 inside the cave paper cups and we fill them up with like Gatorade so when they run by, we can give them an inside the cave cup. It can litter the street so people can see. Our logo. Yeah, we fill it with some four loco. Oh <laughs> shit, Joe, you trying to kill that man? You trying to kill that man? <laughs> that shit ain't no joke, right there, is it? Cause four loco. <laughs> hey, come on, Valley Rap, the show up, man. He'll run fast as hell. He'll run fast as hell for four miles and pass the fuck the, out. Like the, the, the app, the app that I, the app with the link. When you when you click on it and you put my name in, it it'll, it'll tell you exactly where I'm at. Like it'll tell okay. you exactly. 
where I'm at, like real time, if I'm passing over through um, uh, like Greek town or, or in Chinatown or something, they tell you exact streets where I'm crossing it, what I'm running down and it, it moves at the same time that I'm moving. We gonna check your Uber account too, make sure you ain't hopping nobody cab. All right, let's wrap this show up. It's time for the wrap-up. Wait, what? All right, man. We get right into it. What's going on out there, people? This your boy, Veli, with another Inside the K wrap-up. Did Cat say the woman will wake up with Bill Cosby dick in her hand? (laughs) And then turn around and say she also don't want to wake up with her ass bleeding? Wait, what? Damn, cat. She was being serious, too. <laughs> oh, no, she was very serious. <laughs> did CB say his uncle got a licking in prison? I never said that. That's not what I said. <laughs> oh, my bad. Edit. <laughs> Wait, cat. what? Did CB say former first lady should do what for the culture? <laughs> what was that, CB? Shut the fuck up. Did. Joe say an Asian woman wore, was wearing yoga pants with suspenders. <laughs> Wait, what? In the second episode of Last Night in Vegas, did Rock get the Rico Mitch effect? Paid in full. They don't know about that, CB. <laughs> the end of the Rock. You got you got eighteen bricks in there. Fourteen. <laughs> you got fourteen bricks in there. Did did Sly say cat tastes like chicken and hair bonnets? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) And since we don't have our brother said, did me and Sly go on a 30 second roast rant? Yeah. He won by a lip, belly. (laughs) 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 You started Sly. I didn't say nothing. I was smoking my hookah. And uh, this is not a way what, but uh, I just want to give a a, a, a a breast awareness month, um, shine some light on breast awareness month coming up. So about time you guys see this episode in the next episode, we will be celebrate breast awareness for the month of October. Wait, uh, rest in peace to me and grandmother. Huh? Breast cancer, motherfucker. Breast what the fuck cancer. you talking about? Breast awareness. You- Oh, I, oh! Ain't today Titty Tuesday, nigga. It's Wednesday, first of all, and this oh, okay. cancer awareness. This nigga talking about breast aware. I'm like, well, holiday is Wednesday. What kind of Wednesday? This nigga said, yeah, that's what I meant. That's, that's what I meant. I've been drinking breast awareness. Hey, that's what I've been. I've been drinking. Just hey, edit that. I know what the fuck. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> hey, but no. On the serious note, uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and uh. Inside the cave, we like to honor all the survivors, all the women that passed on, uh, me and cuz, grandmother. And uh, last year we had the, uh, what was it, CB, to say the kitten shirts? Yeah, it's still on there. Yeah, so definitely uh, all our fans and listeners out there, we hope y'all uh, go to the uh, Inside the Cave, uh, cavecrushshop.com and uh, purchase you a shirt, man. Support the cause. And uh, much blessings to all the women out there fighting breast cancer, man. Yeah, hey, that's, and that's Big Dog Store. You ain't got to ask me. That's Big Dog Store. I, I, I ain't got nothing to do with it. That's Big Dog Store. And it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month because you need to go get checked. Go yep. get checked. Check. You know, 
go get you, yourself you know, on purpose. Well, of the tongue, but it's very true. Be aware of your breath. Touch them, see what's going on with them. That way you know if something is wrong. Yeah, CB, you should go get your breast felt on too. Pretty true. Men, oh, men get breast cancer as well. So you yes. definitely need to learn how to check your breast so you do not suffer from a preventable disease. And since Cat is the only woman on the show, Cat, can you give CB a, a tutorial on how to check his, his own breast? I can. I, I definitely would email him a, a whole little pamphlet. <laughs> you can't do a video. You can't do a video. Uh, do it laying on your back or in the shower, honey. He do both. He do both with a he cigarette both. in his mouth. Right hey. now, he in a dark closet. Right now, he in a dark. Hey. Hey. Why he driving, Sly? Why he driving? <laughs> Hey, before we uh, you can do it anywhere. Before Big Dog get us don't, out don't of here, let's do it for you. Have your life. Doing it right now. <laughs> hey, before Big Dog get us right out of here, can we hey. do it right now? CB over there recording, <laughs> but naked. <laughs> the wrap up with Felly Val. Ain't no stopping us. <laughs> hey, hey. Before we get out of here, can we all admit that that, that one white girl from uh, Dirty Dancing was sexy? What's that girl name? She played in Ferris Bueller, too. That was Jennifer Grey. That's her name? No, that's Jennifer Grey. in a corner. Glad we was absolutely right. The man over there naked watching Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck that come from? I told you, man. I'm watching Wig TV. He said he you sound like, like he in a closet. I was, I was crazy for Swayze. <laughs> I was crazy for Swayze. They get watching Dirty Dance. It sound like you're in a closet that take a skeleton key. <laughs> <laughs> he got the key around his neck. Inside the cave pod. You should be watching Roadhouse. Fuck Dirty Dancing. Watch Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Roadhouse is good. Roadhouse. That's the shit right that, there. That was good. Roadhouse was definitely good. Cat only saying that shit because of, because of the um the, the sex scene and the and the Buddy Lee jeans dude had on. Probably. Fuck is you? Fuck is you? Get out of my head! It ain't that. I actually, I actually enjoy a good action movie, sir. You, you like the Mexican dude in that too, then, huh? Hey, hey, hey. Oh my goodness, Lord! I'm gonna be... <laughs> See, <laughs> you got to round up, lot. Because I'm a girl, don't mean I'm looking at the boys when I'm watching a movie. I like Roadhouse for the action. Fucking Swayze did a standing up split and some lead 501 fucking jeans. Like, hey, thank you very much for making my point, Kat. Nobody else is doing that. Ain't that what I said? I'm just saying, team. you're not going to do this race in no jeans. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Fishnet tank top on slide. Do that shit. A white beater tucked in with a belt on with some cowboy boots. You ain't doing Swayze wood. Oh, no, nah, that ain't running material, Kat. But Swayze ran a lot in that movie, and he got cut and sold himself back up. He a real OG. Hey, Cat, Slash said you're going to open a chicken joint called Chicken and Bonnets. <laughs> All now, right. See, that's so good. I was wearing a bonnet. I want to get hair on my food, y'all. I was cooking. When you going to invite us over to eat? That's what I want to know. When y'all want to eat? And that's what he said. Right. Oh. <laughs> Rim shot. All right, Big Dog. Uh, first, but everybody go to Inside the Cave Podcast. Okay, right. Big Dog gone, and I am too. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> thank you. Get us out of here, Big Dog. Hey, like always, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all last next week. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Tune in weekly to hear new episodes of Last Night in Vegas. 
Get the latest Cave Crush and inside the cave gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushers and cave crushers inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You did say you wanted to be in, right?